Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hey, good Wednesday morning. Welcome into the Mark Cox Morning Show. Uh, and I tell you what, it's uh, it's cold outside this morning. Uh, no, no moisture falling, which is good news. But, of course, uh, there, there could be some slick spots. I'm sure Sue Thomas will have the latest on that for us coming up here shortly. And more snow on Friday. Just in time for the weekend. Isn't you know, that great? Yeah, but it's like every time <laughs> they say that, it really it has not amounted to much. True. Although it's been pretty. And honestly, some of this is my favorite kind of snow because it's really pretty as it's falling and then you don't have to deal with the aftermath of it. Yep. Yep. I would agree with that. The kids didn't appreciate it because they were hoping for the day off, I think. After like a two-week vacation? Yeah, thank for you. For winter break? I know. I know. I, know. I feel uh, so sad for them. I, I saw somebody had put out a, a meme yesterday on the fact that in 2023 or 2024, school canceled due to high winds. In 1980, there's a tornado outside. Go in the hallway, cover your head, and by the way, we're having pizza for lunch. Yeah, go back to class. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, boy, I'm telling you. Uh, anyway, uh, lots to get to today. Let's see. They We've got um, a, apparently a Kim Gardner-type situation going on in Georgia with this Fannie Willis, who, who there are now allegations— that she was having an affair with the top prosecutor in her case against Donald Trump and the, and the other um, defendants in the case in Georgia to the tune of $650,000 in taxpayer money she was paying to her boyfriend. I, I, don't, I don't know that it could get a whole lot more outrageous, but the, the effort is to try to get her removed from the case. Is that going to happen? I don't know. Uh, but it, but it's definitely a part of the news uh, that was out uh, uh, on this yesterday. Also, uh, coming up today, we're going to talk about the school protection officer bill. And thank you, Kim, for uh, helping track this one down. We're going to get Chris Dinkins on, uh, state representative, who's sponsoring this. That would that would I, I would assume force some of these districts, or at least create a provision through which they could provide more security. Yeah. For their students. Which is so timely because we've been talking about that Iowa, you know, Sioux City school district, right, that's arming some of their teachers. Now. Right. Right. And and a little later, we're going to get Congresswoman Ann Wagner on, because when I spoke to her earlier this week asking whether or not she was indeed running for reelection, she not only confirmed that, but she confirmed she had just gotten back from Israel. And she was in one of the areas that was attacked on October 7th 
uh, by these terrorists in Hamas, these these uh, animals, uh, crazed terrorists who attacked these villages and killed and raped and maimed and took hostages. Uh, and, you know, here we here we are again today. We got Anthony Blinken, secretary of state on on television and radio saying, well, uh, we think that ultimately there needs to be a two state solution. I mean, they're still pushing this crap after 70 years of a failed policy. They're still claiming there needs to be a Palestinian state tucked up right next to Israel, the, the state that they don't believe should exist to begin with. They've never agreed to that. But uh, we're still harboring the belief that that's the answer to peace in the Middle East. I think Israel is actually on to the answer to peace in the Middle East. You eliminate the terrorists. And then once they're all eliminated, then you can start talking about how to accommodate uh, the people that uh, are left over who, who want to be peaceful. I don't know. Seems like a, an issue. Hey, I tell you what, let's get to the uh, shortlist, please, Carl. The Mark Cox shortlist. President Biden learned of the defense secretary's uh, cancer diagnosis today. Can you believe this? Uh, Joe Biden just learned like yesterday that his secretary of defense was in the hospital in intensive care uh, for prostate surgery, apparently. And it happened on January 1st. Today's the 10th. It's unbelievable. Israel must be a partner to Palestinian leaders, and Israel must stop taking steps that undercut Palestinians' ability to govern themselves effectively. There it is, Anthony Blinken, uh, taking the side of, of the people that have harbored these terrorists for years, attacking Israel. This tells you exactly where the Biden administration is on what's going on over there in the Middle East. Some St. Louis residents are pushing back on a plan to fly surveillance drones in the area. An out-of-town business wants to start the program later this month. Yep, yep, that sounds like Mike Bush over Channel 5, if I had to recognize that voice. How about that? And in fact, we're going to be talking about that this morning from the folks that are hoping to bring drone patrols to Gravoy Park. I'm not a MAGA. <laughs> I've never had any affiliation with anybody associated with that movement, right? Which is okay if you are, though. Like, there's different opinions all over the place. <laughs> that was Aaron Rodgers uh, nursing his healing Achilles tendon and uh, kicking Jimmy Kimmel in the rear end yesterday with his uh, healthy foot, I'm sure. How about that? Can, can I just – we got a story we're going to talk about a little later today about things that make your – you roll your eyes. You know what mine is, Kim? When people mispronounce MAGA like Aaron Rodgers did. MAGA. I was gonna say MAGA. What's MAGA? Yeah. The fancy way of saying MAGA. It's, it's like MAGA. it's like Target. Instead of Target, it's Target. MAGA. Some, I'm a MAGA. So you're MAGA. MAGA <laughs> and some tea, please. Uh yeah, it's Ma MAGA. If you're if you're gonna say it, say it right. Even Joe Biden doesn't mispronounce it when he claims they're MAGA extremists. Maybe it's just our Midwestern accent of saying MAGA. <laughs> Is like he think? Ma. MAGA. MAGA. Ma I don't know. My MAGA. parents are from the Boston area, MAGA. and I'm always told I say doctor instead of, like, doctor. MAGA. How do you say Nevada? Nevada. You say Nevada? You don't say well, Nevada? No, I think I say Nevada. But there's a, there's a city in Iowa, you know, where I used to work that was Nevada. Spelled yes. the same. And so 
when you see cities like that, or like there's a Lebanon and a Lebanon in, in, in Tennessee <laughs> where I used to work, and so I can't look at those words now without second-guessing myself. Was there a Lebanon in Tennessee? There is. Really? Yes. Lebanon. Is it, wait, is it Lebanon? See, now I'm confused. Is it Lebanon or Lebanon? Well, in Missouri, it's Lebanon. I think it's Lebanon. In Ohio, it's Lebanon. I grew up n- near Lebanon. One of our one of our chief rival football teams was over there in Lebanon. They used to kick our butt all the time, but still, uh, that that they were just down the street. So that's weird. Yeah, you you get into those regional issues like that. So I, I thought that was interesting. We'll get back to more on the Aaron Rodgers sound a little later. Congratulations uh, to the Missouri Tigers for putting up one hell of a fight yesterday. Can I just tell you that? Thank you for that. I, absolutely. I think I, you, you even said when you walked in, it was closer than you thought it would be. I continue to be amazed at to to the point of almost wondering sometimes if how they do it. Uh, I'm not saying it's rigged, but here's what I want to know: How do the odds makers in Las Vegas get so close to right every time? Can, can I just point out that Kentucky? going into that game, was a 13.5-point favorite. Really? Wow. The final margin was 13 points. Yeah. How the hell do they know that? I mean, we're up 14 in the first half against against Missouri. Then they whittled the score down to one point where it was they were only up by three points. I and mean, it was a close game at many points through the game, and it wasn't until the last – couple of minutes when Kentucky actually started to pull away in that game. Uh, Mizzou put up, they got some great players. They, they've got one guy that must be seven, six. I mean, it's huge. Um, but Purdue lost, <clears throat> Mark. How come Purdue lost against Nebraska and not against the Wildcats? We haven't played Purdue, Carl. Oh, that's <clears throat> Illinois right. lost to, yes, to Purdue, but they put up a hell of a fight. I know. I'm just saying. So at least Lawrence number one already, fell. Uh, chirping. Maybe Kentucky moves up on the ranks a little bit. Anyway, Mizzou, I think Mizzou is a much better team than they've been given credit for. Uh, They've got a couple of guards that are just outstanding. So, uh, anyway, I just thought I'd give credit where credit's due. You know, when I I read headlines, I did say congratulations to Mark Cox. Thank you. I I do. I appreciate the acknowledgement there. (laughs) Kentucky Wildcats. I wanted to go down and see that game, but it was on a school night. So, going all the way to Lexington on a on a uh, Tuesday night, uh, and then having to drive back, you'd have to take a couple days off because that's a little bit of a drive. So I I opted not to do that, but I love it when they play in Columbia because that's a lot easier. Would you to have drive done that? Here. Driven to Columbia and then driven oh, home I've, and done the show? I've done it before. Wow. Yeah. We just have a ton of coffee the next day? Well, my friend Ken usually drives. We, we, we go down together and then he drives back so I can like. Go ahead and doze off in the car on the That's way smart. back. Yeah, he's nice enough to do that for me. And he's a Mizzou fan. And under normal circumstances, he has lost that game. So he's a good sport. You're just like one of those typical guys, though, that can sleep anywhere. The, air, <laughs> the airplanes with the mouth open, they can sleep in the car, anywhere. Waiting rooms. I don't do I do not do car sleeping well. I wish no, I did. No, mm-hmm. that's me. I could ask my wife. Out. Out. Not a problem at all. All right, uh, let's get to a quick break here. We're going to be back uh, just on the other side of the break. we got Kim on a whim coming up. Um, we are going to talk to Genevieve Wood and Chris Dinkins and Ann Wagner. Got a big show for you. But first, our national anthem. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. So here's the bottom line. If somebody walks up to you in a parking lot of a grocery store and accuses you of shoplifting, be be a Karen. Go in and talk to the manager. Is that the solution to the problem that seems to have arisen here, Kim Sainan? I guess so. I don't know what else to do. Is this a social media trend? Yeah, of course. TikTok, What are they doing? So it's, a, it's teens, apparently, that are going around to different stores. This one happened at a Deerberg's in Manchester on Sunday, where they go up and they look, I say official, but they're, in this case, the, the guy says one of the teens was wearing one of those neon vests and had a walkie-talkie <laughs> to make it seem like he was a store employee. Right. Said he, he needed to empty his pockets, take off his shoes, socks, and belt because they thought he was shoplifting. And then he... Kind of says, you know, I thought it sounded strange and then realizes somebody else was recording it from from afar. And he saw an older couple, he said, in the same store that had been emptying their pockets. So he realized they had been pranked. So then they're posting these videos of you sitting there emptying your pockets and taking off your shock, socks and shoes in the store, looking like an idiot to social media. So you're not they're not trying to rob you or take your stuff. They're just trying to publicly embarrass you by videotaping you responding to being accused of shoplifting? Yeah, it sounds like this is just a prank. I don't think oh. they're trying to rob people. I would not have the patience for that nonsense. <laughs> so this guy didn't. The one they interviewed at Channel 4 said that he went in and talked to the manager and and they talked to the police and they said, don't, you know, don't ever put up with that. Go make sure that you go back into the store and you're dealing with the manager and all of that. And I guess if you were gu- if they actually found somebody who was guilty of shoplifting, they'd probably take off running or they might get violent, right? Yeah, because it said as soon as police arrived, the teens <clears throat> took off in their black Tesla. A black Tesla? Yes, that's what it says in the Channel 4 article. Uh, clearly. Um, yeah, clearly a little social media trend that's gotten out of hand. Here, here's what jibed me about it. I, I looked at the story... And uh, I come to this line in it, Carl, if the if the uh, computer is up over here, uh, this is the reporter for Channel 4. Listen, listen closely here. Walmart and Kohl's. Chief Will says, luckily, the incidents did not escalate. Depending on the situation, the Lord knows what could happen. Phil Balsamo, who teaches self-defense, recommends, if this happens to you, removing yourself from the situation. Hey, I really need to do what I can to back away, disengage, tell them I'm not interested in whatever it is they're trying to ask me for. Now, I also spoke with Grant Boyd, a victim's rights attorney in the area, and he says in cases like this, the victims, at least in theory, could sue the suspects. Yeah, uh, so so Channel 4 went out, John Kipper is his name here, never met him, and he interviewed our friend uh, Phil Balsamo from the Rain St. Louis West. Never identified him as being from the Rain St. Louis West, just identified him as a security expert, and then didn't even put his name up on the screen. 
Yeah, that's weird. So credit shout out to the Rain St. Louis West for providing Phil Balsamo to Channel 4's story last night and getting about eight seconds of TV time. I assume it was a director who dropped the ball and while they were in the control room as the story aired, they just forgot to punch up the uh, lower third that said his name. Yeah, a, cu- couple, on- a couple of things could have happened there, right? Um, either the reporter didn't get the supers turned in in time, so True. the producer didn't get it up on the um, screen because I'm looking at the story and the, a couple of them did have supers on them. The first guy named Jim who got pranked had a, had a super... Super just means their name is superimposed on the screen, and it and uh, the I didn't even yeah the police chief got one from the Manchester police Scott Will, but they get to the security expert at the end and they didn't have time to uh, super him. Usually those bites have to be at least six or seven seconds long to put a super over them. Mm-hmm. Maybe there wasn't time. We'll go with that. Be careful. Just be careful and out sometimes there. Sometimes it's the wrong one, and thank sometimes you to, it's uh... yeah. Thank you to Phil um, for uh, giving him a a little bit of time and your expertise. What would you just, just say no. If somebody walks up to you at a parking lot and accuses you of shoplifting. See, I thought this was inside <laughs> the store. Oh, it's down the parking lot. Oh, it is. Okay. Yes. They're doing this in the parking lots of local, uh, local uh, grocery stores, Manchester, uh, Deerberg's is this one. Apparently it's happened at Coles mm-hmm. maybe, or Menard yeah, somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And that, that, uh, those stores are right out there next to the, Right next to the police department. I mean, they're not far. Anyway, I don't know. All right. uh, Coming up, we'll get to Kim on a whim. Just a couple of minutes uh, in the 7 o'clock hour today. We're going to talk to State Representative Chris Dinkins, who has filed a school protection officer bill. We're going to get all the details on that, but it would expand the district's options when it comes to having somebody on premises that could help in the event of an assault. So we're going to get to all that for you at about 7.35. We'll be right back. Kim on a whip. There's this video of this guy that people are saying is the new hero of New York. It's going everywhere on social media, and I love it. How did I miss this? He's in Brooklyn. Okay. And he comes across a group of these pro-Palestine protesters who are blocking the road. And he gets out of his car because he's so pissed off, rightfully so, that these clowns are blocking bridges, blocking interstates in some areas. In fact, I saw, I think it was right around Christmas as people are trying to go out of town, which I'm sure was intentional on their part. These protesters were blocking one of the entrances people take to get to the airport. Yes. If I miss my flight, mm, I would be so irritated. Listen to the clip of this guy, the dad. You're disrupting traffic, idiots. You can't do that. That's against the law. He's shoving him. Like, I, get, I, get the heck out of my way. I got to go get my daughter in Brooklyn. I did. I did see that clip now that you mention it. It's interesting that once he became forceful with them, they moved out of his way and let him go. Then they closed ranks and blocked the next car behind him. Yeah. Why aren't all these people being arrested? You have every right to protest, but when you start blocking traffic, you've crossed the line. You you know, uh, I Kim, th- this is the sad part about it, is that you, you, th- there's such a double standard 
for which laws are enforced in this country depending on who you happen to be connected to and it, it it's really it's really kind of sad and and I I bring I bring this up because I witnessed it one time and and I witnessed it from none other than uh, the Reverend Al show some R E S P I C T I covered a they were in town to protest right uh, they blocked Interstate 70 because they were mad that there wasn't enough minority participation in state contracts. It's back in the 90s. Uh, the Reverend Al brings a contingent to town, and they blocked Interstate 70, and they blocked access to, I don't know if it was the Eads Bridge or somewhere down there. And I'm down there watching this. They're sitting across the, the road, and they had already worked out with police in advance with, with obviously leadership in the police department, not the individual officers. Who was going to be arrested and who wasn't? And they... Like it's a show? It, it's a show. Buy it's a ticket, dog. Buy, you it's buy a tickets dog, to the matinee and bring your popcorn? It's a dog and pony show. I'll guarantee you if those were conservative protesters mad about Donald Trump being charged with something in New York City and they were blocking a street, they'd be swept up and put in jail. But because they're not and they, they are... The, the, the left supports... At least some of the left supports that cause... Mm-hmm. Mayor Adams is not arresting them and sweeping them off the street. Mm-hmm. It is illegal to block a street. Right. What if what if an emergency crew needed to get through? What if there somebody had a heart attack? Yeah, I thought the same thing. I mean, like this guy, he's like, mm. I'm going to get my daughter in mm. Brooklyn. Get yes. out of my way. I mean, she could have been in trouble. Let me tell you this. If that were if that were my dad, he would plow. Th- I mean, I'm not saying my dad would run him over, but like if he Hugh, needed to get if there? he needed to get <clears throat> to me and I was in trouble. Oh yeah. He would probably want to run them over, yes. as would I yes. if it were my son or my husband. I guess in this case, about 300 people were eventually arrested. Thank goodness. But to your point, I don't think a lot of these people are getting arrested across the country. And we're still seeing this happen. They're blocking roadways intentionally to disrupt things and get attention. You see some of these climate change nuts who are doing the same thing. They're lying down in the middle of the road. And these these truckers get pissed and they're like, get out of my way. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not saying that you should run them over, but like what would happen if you like, you know, gave them a little love tap with your car? If they're blocking traffic, you would get charged, but they wouldn't at all for blocking traffic. That doesn't seem fair. Hmm. And then you'd you'd get charged and there'd be a movement to ban assault SUVs. (laughs) Right. It's those dangerous SUVs. The cars are fine. It's the semi-automatic SUVs, right? <laughs> if you just had a manual transmission SUV, you could right. get away with it. But right. uh, the it's semi-automatics the are the problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, that's true. You know, we've had that same problem here at, after several recent verdicts that didn't go the way people liked in the St. Louis area, the Mike Brown case and a, a couple of others where people went out and blocked Highway 40 and Highway 70 separately mm-hmm. and seemed to think that they had the right to do that. And in many cases, the police tried to stop them, and then it took them a little bit of time to get them off the highway. Um, but that, I want to know how many of those people were ever charged with what they did. Mm-hmm. My guess is they weren't, or the charges were later quietly dropped. I remember when the whole 2020 BLM movement was happening, I remember going out on at least five to ten different protests and I would walk in the street with like a hundred degrees. I would walk with hundreds of, in many cases, high school students who were trying to take a stand. How, how, I don't even know that I thought much about it when I was actually doing that, but now thinking about that, I'm like, how was that not, how did that not get more pushback? By the way, my dad just texted me. He's listening. Um, how did that, what would you do? <laughs> 
Oh, he he would not plow them over, probably. But uh, if if his, one of his family members was in danger, man. Oh, no, absolutely. When I was sick in Iowa one time, and he couldn't get, I was like deathly ill, and I was living by myself. I didn't know anybody. You know, you in TV, you move to a city, you have not a clue mm-hmm. about the city, about anybody in there who lives there. And he, he looked at like char- chartering a plane, and it's not like you know my dad's looking to drop a ton of money, but he wow. was like so desperate to, to like get help up there his, quickly. To help yeah, me. sure. He was so sick. You do anything. For you your do kids. anything for your kids, yeah. right? And yeah. uh, I feel for this dad. I think I, I love that people are calling him the new hero of New York. Amen to that. You you've got and, to just push and you know back. he wasn't he 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 didn't curse at them much. He was clearly frustrated with them. He did push the guy. Now, see, I wouldn't be surprised to see one of these jerks, because that's on camera, try to have him charged with assault or yeah. something for chucking him in the chest because the guy kind of got up in his face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on the other side of it, if you just start to – I've always wondered, if you just start to slowly move forward with your car, car weighs 3,000 pounds, depending on what kind of car you're driving, they're, they have a choice to make at some point. They're either going to get run over – or they're going to move out of the way. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I mean, that's my point. Like, can you give them a love tap? Yeah. The, the problem is if they just straight up lay down, because then you're truly, I mean. that That's called um, uh, that, that's called a bump in the road. And you <laughs> speed thump, bump. thump. <laughs> must have been that's a squirrel. Called a, that's, been called a squirrel. A, that's called a speed table. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you, you, you know, there's a few things you want to teach your kids in life to be smart about. Look both ways before you cross the street. Don't play in traffic. And yet we seem to now have adopted that as some sort of um, acceptable means of protest in this country. Which is funny because it just infuriates people. I don't think that if you're one of the people who's caught in that, no one's going to be like, you know what? You make a fantastic point. That That's it. You know what? I'm going to join your side right my, now. They're going to be more and more mad at them for blocking them. Friends that used to serve with me on the Wildwood City Council would know that I only see that as like the only thing I see is like one step away from that is bicyclists who think they own the road. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to keep those two separate because that uh, that irritates the hell out of me. I mean, I, I would agree when they're going really slow in the in the road. I, I would be way too scared to ride my bike in the middle of the road like some of these bicyclists do. Because I don't trust drivers. And what just happened there with me saying that is I've pissed off a whole bunch of people who are dressed in brightly colored spandex this morning. Kim, I know you're new to radio. Don't <laughs> talk about bicyclists. <laughs> Ever. Am I going to get a lot of oh hate? Oh my God, just the hate don't. will just pour in. don't. The hate will pour in. Do not talk about here's, bicyclists. Here's my issue, though. When people are wearing like an all-black outfit, I'm like... Can you not? It's the middle of the night. You're wearing a black top with black pants. You need to wear, like, the brightest colors you can find. Wear, uh, wear one of those, like, goofy headlamp-looking things. I mean, some you them, should make it obvious do. for people to see you. Some of them do. All you need to remember, Kim St. is that wherever you're going in your 3,000-pound vehicle, the exercise of the person on the bike is more important than you. <laughs> that's, that's all you need to know. And once you've got that covered, uh, the road belongs to them. Do you it seems feel like as they, passionate about this as you do with zippering? He knows not Pretty to much. talk about it. The topics <laughs> Car- that, it, that, it, that frustrate Mark Cox. Zippering, bicyclists on the road, and McDonald's. Things that make my eye roll, right? Yeah. It's not worth the hassle <laughs> not that worth you the, will get But but here's the But it. here's the thing. The, the, when I was on uh, council out there in Wildwood, we're debating this one night, Council. I'm like, wait a minute. I have an I call the police chief up here. Have we had any problems with this? 
No, not that I'm aware of, Councilman Cox. I'm like, then why are we considering creating an ordinance to further protect bicyclists if we haven't had a problem with it? Then I find out that the city administrator had been approached by some nationwide bikers' rights group trying to get every municipality in the country to accept these new rules that if if you so much as fart when you pass a bicyclist, <laughs> they could accuse you of assaulting them. Right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's just it's a, silly a season somewhere. I know. I know. Uh, sorry to any kids that are in the car listening this morning. You should never fart when you pass a bicyclist. Just so you know That's that. It's offensive, Mark. It is. It could be odiferous. You don't want that to happen. Boy, we, we went a long way from the original subject there, didn't we? <clears throat> what a great way to end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kim. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to get to uh, uh, Genevieve Wood just a little bit later on on what we need to do to make sure we're fixing the problems in our classrooms. More than just board policy, like the teachers. What what are they doing to control the quality of the teachers? they got some ideas on that up at Heritage. We'll talk to Genevieve Wood about 720. Back here in just a minute. All right, we're back. Sorry about that. I was in there doing some more last-minute show prep for you and bicyclists are now circling the building so kim we're we're in we're surrounded we're surrounded as, as we speak. people are going to be outside our window throwing oh, things here at our just studio can't believe how how angry they get at you when you say I, I i appreciate you exercising you're in great shape i can tell from your spandex outfit that you're in great shape with your little butt pads on the back of it. You do but need if the I'm butt pads. To, that is a necessity. But if I'm trying to go somewhere on a very narrow two-lane road out in Wildwood, I do not need bicyclists blocking my path. It's that simple. Go on, go on a road that's got a bike path. I'm always nervous, and I, I pay attention when I drive, but I'm always nervous that I'm going to, like, zone out or something and accidentally hit someone. Right, or pass at the wrong it's time, and I then there's a car the, coming. Girls what looking you, at me. What do you don't do then? Say, don't say right? that. <laughs> Too bad I already said it. That's it. That's Too ev- late, Carl. I can't take it back. Evidence. Yeah. Evidence. <laughs> this, is, this is incriminating. If this ever happens, they're going to roll this tape. No. Kim said she was worried about this. We'll destroy Exhibit the tape. A, Don't worry. Jury, we'd like to introduce this. <laughs> Evidence. Yeah. Uh, I. You know, I'm, I'm. some of that is tongue-in-cheek. And, and it, it's not that it happens all that often, but the... The point is that uh, that that, the, that you have to share the road equally with three thousand pound cars and people on bicycles is now. See, I'll have to say when I was in Vienna, Austria, they kind of had this figured out. They had bike lanes all over the place. Now you were required to follow the rules of the road. You, if you came oh. up to a stoplight, you had to stop. What? You didn't just roll right through it. Yeah, we right? don't do that here in St. Louis. Oh no. No, uh, the, no, they don't do well, that. Well, my, my my point, but in but in Vienna, we rode bikes from the city center of Vienna all the way back to that riverboat we were we were staying on. It was probably four miles, I would guess, and we just we stayed over on the bike path, which was completely separate from the road. Uh, there were a few places where you had to stop because cars were turning in, or there was a street there. But for the most part, the 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 cars in the and the bikes didn't cross paths. That that, that would be the ideal. Are you saying situation. they can coexist, Mark? They can. They they can, but they shouldn't have to coexist on the same street. Is my only well, point. Well, pe- people in Europe, just in general, I feel like riding a bike is far more popular there. Like in um, Amsterdam, everybody rides a bike. Roads are narrower. <laughs> yeah. Cars but, are but, smaller. Well, True. It, 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 and everyone's a little bit better uh, in better shape. 
Well, and, and, and I think that's probably got to do with the fact that they eat less processed food than we do. Don't you? Uh, yeah. The fact that there's a fast food restaurant on pretty much every corner. Well, and you can find fast food restaurants there. I mean, that. Yeah, they're... but it's calm. I don't feel like you can find them as readily available. They're called the American no. Embassy. We yeah. did go you to a give Mc... yourself we did a go... We did go to a McDonald's in one small town when we were there because my wife desperately wanted a fountain soda, and it's not easy to find fountain sodas. Everybody wants to give you a bottle of whatever it is you're you're going to drink. Fountain soda is just better for it whatever is. reason. It is, and that's she was craving one of those, so we did have to go to a McDonald's while we were in, I forget which, we were in Austria then maybe, or Hungary, one of the two. Um, we were hungry. So I was going to say, I went to, did you go to Budapest? <laughs> well, it was Budapest, right? Budapest, I've been to Budapest. Yeah. Uh, Budapest. Pest. Pest. That's right, I know. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was beautiful, um, and we had a great time, but you're right, every, you don't see, you don't... And maybe you're just not in the right place, but same with Italy. You don't see a lot of people um, – you, you you just don't see a lot of people who are obese for no. whatever reason. No, they and, walk everywhere. They ride their bikes. They don't eat a ton of crappy food like we do. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and the thing about that is that they don't eat in Italy till 8.30 or 9 o'clock at night. Which is the weird thing because here they'll tell you. In fact, I heard a report on the on the Gordon Deal show this morning that if your grandparents went out to eat it for the blue plate special at four o'clock in the afternoon, they had something right because a new study says you should eat you shouldn't eat past a certain time of day. Four, four hours. hours before you go to bed. Okay, Jinx. but in Italy, we would go to a restaurant at six thirty or seven o'clock and it would be empty. And I'm like, mm-hmm. did we pick a bad restaurant because there's nobody here? And somebody told us, no, uh, they don't eat until 8 or 9 o'clock at night. Yeah. And then they have five-course meals, and they're not obese. Mm-hmm. And they drink wine with dinner. It's very yes. common they have drinks. I, I remember that in Spain. They'd eat at, like, 9, and then kids would be walking around on the streets at, like, 11. Yeah. Like, five-year-olds. Um, it, it, does, it does make a huge difference. I, I think I mentioned this once before, but, but uh, my daughter, who has a uh, gluten allergy— was told by somebody when she was in Florence that you you can eat pasta here because it's it's you're not going to have that problem. She was scared mm-hmm. to do it because of the problems it causes her. But uh, their argument is they don't really have a problem with gluten mm-hmm. allergies in Europe. I think a lot of the health issues that we're seeing pop up here in the United States, I mean across the world, but particularly in the United States, I I believe goes back to our food, the chemicals and these everyday products that we're using and the food that we're eating. Yeah. I think that's why we're seeing such a huge spike in all these illnesses. That's part of the reason. I think you're absolutely onto something. Yeah, I don't have any reason to think otherwise. Hey, by the way, coming up in the next hour, what do you think about the death penalty? What what do you, what's your what's your take on it? Um, I was blown away yesterday to see a story on the local media of Fox Two about. A group of Republican leaders in Jeff City who have introduced a bill to eliminate the death penalty in the state of Missouri. We're going to play part of that and uh, get our reaction to it. It completely caught me off guard. Didn't know that was one of the important things on the agenda this year in Jeff City. We'll talk about that coming up uh, here in the next hour. We'll get you a check of business. We'll get to in other news with Ethan. It's all straight ahead on the Mark Cox Morning Show. Get more at 971talk.com. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.